What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Black Print Podcast, where we discuss life, culture, relationships, and everything in between to help us design the layout for Black millennial living. I'm your host, Adriana. And I'm your host, A.T. Uh, and be sure to follow all of our socials at the Black Print Podcast. That's the BLK Print Podcast on all of our social media platforms if you want to keep updated on our future episodes and interact with us. Yes, yes, please interact with us. So we are back for season three. So exciting. We miss you guys. Always, 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 always. I'm very excited for the topics this season. (laughs) Very good. I don't want to hype it up too much though. Why? It's lit. It's so exciting. It's actually so good. I love it. So, so good. Um, so in honor of it being February, this is like the month of love and stuff. Yes. Um, I feel like it would be interesting for us to talk about, uh, just the whole concept of, of soulmates Mm. and, uh, if that's even a real thing and if that's something that we should be searching for, uh, do you, first of all, do you believe in soulmates? I do. Okay, what is a soul? I what do does that believe. mean? To you? I do believe in soulmates. I think it's a con- complicated concept. Okay. I don't think it's easy to like sit there and define and say like this is what makes somebody your soulmate. Um, but I don't know. Like, what do you think? How would you define a soulmate? Okay, so and do you believe in them? I guess is the first question. Okay, so if we're gonna go to like the actual definition of a soulmate, right? Let me see. So, a soulmate is a person with whom one has a feeling of deep or natural affinity. This may involve similarity, love, romance, platonic relationships, comfort, intimacy, sexuality, sexual activity, spirituality, compatibility, and trust. So, essentially, when when people talk about soulmates, they're talking about this deep natural affinity, this closeness that kind of comes very easily. Mm-hmm. You kind of feel like this person is your kindred spirit. Yeah, like it's predestined. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like like you guys were quote unquote meant to be. Yeah. Um I, in that sense, I do like I agree with that. But I feel like the way we've come to understand like what a soulmate is is just an overly romanticized notion. So I feel like when you're like, oh yeah, like I found my soulmate. Like if somebody, I don't even think people are like have the gall to even say something <laughs> like that. But if you if you honestly think you found your soulmate, most times it's it's more about being so in love with that one person. It's like this has to be destiny. Like mm-hmm. this has to be someone that like God specifically said like you know we're so compatible in every way. We're so in love with each other in every way that this has to be my soulmate. Yeah. But I don't think soulmates are. I don't know. I just don't see them in that way. Like, I think your soulmate, like, I think you and I as best friends can be soulmates. I agree. Do you know what I mean? I like, I don't think it has to have that that romantic anchor. I agree. And I think it, it did make note of that in the definition that, that for they some people that it is platonic. Yeah. It is some, for some people it is a spiritual but that, compatibility. I don't think mainstream, no. the mainstream no. concept and no. definition of what a soulmate is yeah. would say like, oh, like it's more friendship based or... Right. I, I mean, I don't think it would include that. Right. Yeah. Here's the thing. I think where soulmates, like the concept of soulmate becomes problematic is when we use it to kind of, I, I feel two ways about it. So on one hand, I do believe 
that there are people, whether platonic or romantic, mm-hmm. that you meet, that you feel a very quick, easy, connection natural to. connection to. Mm-hmm. Um, that you can literally look at this relationship and say, God brought that. Yeah, I agree. Right? I agree. Um, I think we say that about how we met all the time. We do. And I think that it's true. And I think that that there are certain things that you can just know and recognize right instantaneously. Yeah, exactly. That like there's this is a click. This mm-hmm. works, right? Um, now, granted, that does not mean that everything about that that friendship, relationship, whatever that is, is going to be easy. Mm-hmm. It just means that you feel that closeness, that that similarity, or whatever that click, very early, that early, early and strong. Mm-hmm. I believe that that exists. 100%. But in terms of the modern construction of what a soulmate is, because we also have to go back to like the roots of the concept in and of itself, right? In Greek mythology, a soulmate is, a, it, the concept comes from like you, a person basically having like a split soul and you spend your whole life searching for the other mm-hmm. half of your, your soul. Yeah. Right? Um, and that's where the concept of the one is rooted in, as if there's there's only one there's person one person that will complete that's gonna you. complete exactly. you and make you now a whole soul, yeah, right? Um, which is where um even the concept of soul ties and all this stuff is rooted in some of the same Greek mythology, kind of like the idea that your soul can be split and da 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 like and that is going into more theological philosophical ideas but still um i think that's what it's rooted in like that that that's what the concepts are rooted mm-hmm. in right for example if you say that somebody has a, if somebody has a soul tie with another person you are you are you are saying in effect that your soul can be split and divided into mm-hmm. this that and the third thing mm-hmm. um and so in effect, you would also probably believe that you could have a part of your soul and you're searching for the other part in another person. Like, I think these ideas can become very complicated and very wonky and kind of wacky if we don't, um, if if we don't really spend time to think about them. Because I think what they're rooted in is in some things that are that are kind of very hard to explain, but. Evolving, moving on from the roots, like from that place, we've grown into the concept of the one, and everybody's searching for the one. And right. even for Christians who don't, who who would say that we oppose certain myths, Greek mythology, and all that other kind of stuff, we've su- we still have... subscribed to that understanding exactly. of like you can find the one person that's out there that's meant for we you. We have infused Christianity with, with other the theories other and beliefs, yeah. and made it such that God only has one person out there for you or for me a lot of christians believe that most do like and they wouldn't say that it's they would literally pull scripture yeah and most do. It, like, they would say it has nothing to do with anything else yeah they would say that eve was created for adam yeah and that when adam recognized her he saw and he said bone of my <laughs> bone flesh of my flesh and he knew instantly that she was a part of him and she was created for him mm-hmm. and all of that is well and good but guess what? <laughs> You'd be hard pressed to find another person in the Bible that felt like that when they met their spouse. Exactly. More times, and this is the thing: like, I don't think that we recognize how much 
a lot of this stuff is rooted in like consumerism. If, yeah, like, <laughs> it's, it's a lie. It's a lie. Yeah, I, I, I do believe that's the thing. I don't think the way I understand what a soulmate is is what most people understand it to be. I think you can probably have multiple soulmates. Mm -hmm. I really do believe that. Even if we're thinking just like romantically, I think you can have multiple soulmates. And I just don't think it's that cut and dry to think like, okay, this is the one person that's going to complete you, that's going to make you whole, that none of that is in my mind true. I don't agree with any of that. That's why I kind of don't even like the term. The soulmate? Yeah, and I could be that type of like just so what would you what would you call it i i i kind of prefer the term like kindred spirit because really? i feel like i like the word soulmate yeah, i think we just need to redefine it i know and but understand it's it differently. so tainted it's like you think yeah a lot of people don't even believe that soulmates exist they do you think i think kindred spirits exist i don't people think don't believe that, in this stuff i don't think i don't like i don't like the idea of when we say soulmates that people are assuming that you think that you found the one person that you could ever like that's what i don't like yeah. because very few people like how you just said you could have multiple soulmates i i believe that yeah but i don't think that most people would say that's that, the thing right? i think people have a hard time grasping well i think it's again the the romanticizing of like having that one person like this can be the only thing that's out mm-hmm. there for me mm-hmm. and when you find it it's like okay like i've a it's kind of more like i've i I got it yeah you know what i mean do you think that most people spend there's most people when they're single or whatever spend their time dating in search of uh, their soulmate their i don't that's person? why i'm saying i don't believe like i think yeah a lot of christians may believe that soulmates exist mm-hmm. and like there is that one person that god has put on this earth for you mm-hmm. in specific and mm-hmm. when you find them whoever you marry that's the person it was because mm-hmm. that's the way life planned it it worked it out to be mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but i in reality i don't think people like are <laughs> on tinder like yeah. where's my soulmate like i need to find the one like, i don't think that i think people are really? looking for the person that they're most compatible with soulmate there's so many like parts to a soulmate mm-hmm. i think i think yeah that lovey-dovey wanting to be together all the time like enjoying each other's company mm-hmm. and all of that is great but i think a soulmate is so much more than that i think a soulmate is someone i don't think my argument is that i i don't think a lot of people could even be with their soulmate if they found them today mm-hmm. i truly believe that well, i honestly I, that. I feel like a soulmate is someone who's going to make you better it's gonna help refine you it's gonna help define who you are as a person so in in a sense we say yeah like no one's gonna make you whole but they would make you the best version of yourself and vice versa that's what i truly believe yeah and in a lot of ways i think when you find a really like if you look at like older couples for example and you see um how they've had such a successful like long-lasting fulfilling relationship Mm -hmm. for so many years you're not going to hear them say like, oh, like it was easy, easy sailing, smooth sailing from from the jump. They're going to say, yo, we had like hard times. Like it wasn't easy. It was work. And I think people forget that, you know, finding the one and whoever that one is would be the person that's literally going to challenge you to be the best version of yourself. And people don't like that. That's not the, the idea of what a soul, like the, a soulmate that they want to subscribe to. Yeah, I saw a tweet one time that said that soulmates are not found, they're made. And I agree with that on some level because it's kind of what you're saying in the sense that 
when you're talking about that person who is going to be your partner in the purpose that God has for you, who is going to help refine you, who's going to help elevate your character and your your sense of self and da da da, da. Mm-hmm. that person is somebody who, number one, you would have already like it takes a it takes a certain amount of legwork to even get to have that kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. It takes a certain level of commitment and a certain level of dedication to have that kind of relationship. It is very rare that you're going I close to impossible but I'll, I'll just say very rare that you're gonna find somebody right out the gate who is everything that you wanted them to be and more and you didn't have to put in any work to mm-hmm. kind of make sure that y'all could get on the same page even if you do find someone right out the gate that you literally are so compatible with you guys are so like absolutely in love and yeah. you have that romantic piece to it too yeah i think you still have a lot of work to that's do that's the thing nothing like, is easy and it's that's because it's almost like you can find somebody who's your kindred spirit, but for them to become your soulmate, though, like I feel like for them to become that person who is like, you can really say without everything. a doubt when you look at them, like God, God yes. put this person in my life. It takes, yeah, it takes a lot to get there, though. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I think that one of the things that we, I don't know, I just feel like the idea of the. One so do you think that maybe you can only really define if someone's your soulmate like after a certain amount of yes. time? Yes, like it can't be like right off the bat. Yeah, because I think that whether or not you have a you you find your soulmate depends on have you found somebody who is dedicated who's who's dedicated to you the same way that you intend to be dedicated to them. Mm-hmm. Once I think once that commitment piece is there and that dedication is there, you can work on learning each other, being uh, what's the word, not accommodating. Compromise. I, compromise. <laughs> Why is that word so hard for me to find? Um, yeah, like you. Once you find that person, then you will work on compromising and. But that's what I'm trying to say. I feel like da, 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 da. it's like you said. It's gonna take time, and it's something that you have to work on. But I feel like that's why I'm saying like why people's idea or version of what a soulmate is is so warped is because we understand it to be like if we met our soulmates today like we would just you know it'd be like hearts like above our head and you're just it's so dreamy and it's so like whimsical and so like you know like i'm so on cloud like you know i'm on cloud nine like this is so fun like this has to be we finish each other's sentences like you know like you know that's the thing though like Mm -hmm. that's what somebody would call like their you know it's more of that like it's just so it's too easy easy. too good to be true like i can't believe i found my soulmate and i honestly believe that your soulmate is going to be the person that probably gets under your skin in the sense that they're going to be the opposite of what you are in the sense that they you need what they have to some degree to be a better person so whoever i end up marrying let's say they're gonna have they might say like oh like bt like why are you doing such and such and so and so and whatever like i think you should probably do things this way Mm -hmm. because i think this is a healthier way of approaching a situation Mm -hmm. and that's why i think most people realistically like mentally and maturity wise probably would not be able to deal with who their role their their soulmate actually is today well that's because if you're searching for that one easy connection that easy connection in the sense that a lot of us think about it you're dies never out. gonna find and or if you find or, it, it dies out exactly. it's not real it's, it's fleeting it's right? fleeting the reality is that and this could sound very like unromantic 
but that's a, it's so soulmates are unromantic they're, they're, no i honestly and truly believe that there is a love there yes. that anchors yeah, yeah, you two absolutely. together of course and you absolutely. have to be attracted to the person yeah. and in love with the person yeah. all of those things are very necessary mm-hmm. to be soulmates i truly romantic mm-hmm. soulmates mm-hmm. but i honestly think it's an ugly business i don't think I it's agree. an easy peasy walk in the I park agree. yeah i agree i think that 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 is what my 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 problem is with the one yeah. that is what my problem is with um, some Christians who believe that God only has this like this one specific person out there for you or whatever. It's because a, a lot of the times it's the expectation that is attached to that. It's like I am yes. searching for the person who is like, oh, that's the easy, like it just it just works. It's easy. There's no, mm-hmm. there's no clashing. There's no um, butting of heads. There's nothing. It just, it just works. Yeah. And the thing is like, that level of compatibility and chemistry and all that stuff, that is, you have to work at that. Mm-hmm. Like that does not just come right out the gate. Mm-hmm. You can have, you can find people that are easy to talk to. They can be easy in the sense that they are, they are people that you uh, very quickly and easily trust with your spirit and mm-hmm. your soul and your emotions. I think that part can be easy. Will the relationship itself be easy? I think no, mm-hmm. because I think that the whole purpose is for us to be in relationship with people that are going to be like hold a mirror mm-hmm. up to us to allow us to see ourselves mm-hmm. and that in that relationship the person is going to let you know like okay you're selfish you have an attitude you have problem. an attitude problem you talk bad you need to fix up <laughs> exactly you and that's why i'm saying messy, like, i think especially in particular with females yeah. like women are always like yeah i'm sorry like if the love of my life like was just in front of me today like i'd be ready to do you know like yeah. just live together get married whatever i really don't think like it's it's like that and mm-hmm. i don't think a lot of people would be ready at all again when i think of like couples who i know have been together for so so long who have literally made it through the storm they they're absolutely in love it doesn't even look like what we think love no, looks like it doesn't do you know what I mean it's a deeper it's a feeling it's almost tangible like you don't it's not the oh honey I love you I'm kissing on you all day it's it's something different it's something you can't define I think it is it is a a level of commitment and devotion like none other yeah and I think so so much sacrifice exactly I literally think that your relationship with your soulmate would mirror the relationship that God has with his people exactly because I literally think that the marker of God's love for mankind is number one his unyielding commitment and his sacrifice yeah and i think those two things are markers of a love that is divine literally Mm -hmm. and that is something that is present in a lot of those couples that are like you know they've been together for a long time and that love is there it is commitment Mm -hmm. and sacrifice Mm -hmm. that makes the difference Mm -hmm. that it's not about these fleeting feelings of like oh i'm so in love with Mm -hmm. you and of course Mm -hmm. they have their moments of being in love but their love is bigger than being deeper than that it took work to get there and i think when we're talking about this i don't want anyone to think like oh like you can only find those things once you find your your person like your soulmate to think like oh like now you're gonna be more forgiving now you're gonna be more graceful now you're gonna work on your temper i think you should be working on these things and refining these things on your own but i think when that person comes they kind of they kind of shine a light on the like you know how they say like when you get married you can't hide anything from yourself it's kind of like one of those 
So I think when you do find your soulmate and when you kind of know, like, you can probably look at yourself and say, like, oh, look, I think I actually found, like, the person, mm-hmm. like, God intended me to be with is when you notice yourself getting better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know when you're challenging yourself and you may not like it but you know it's for it's coming from a good like intentioned place exactly and i think while romance is all wonderful and everybody of course loves the feeling of being wined and dined and desired and all that stuff i think that's just done such a number on so many people where and their they're expectations not yeah, and their are expectations just so unrealistic out of this world yeah. just out of this world because more than anything you want to be with somebody who wants to see you better and who's willing to do what it takes to make you better and vice versa. And that's not going to be a yes man. And that's not going to be a yes man. <laughs> and and that also doesn't mean that they're going to know everything that you want and need or desire. Because a lot of the times people think, especially women, think that, okay, this is the person that is the one. They're Why gonna don't they know? know? How, to, then yeah. how come they don't know that I like pink roses and not red roses? <laughs> how come he didn't bring them on every Monday because I like roses every Monday? Like, how unrealistic you, expectations. That makes me sick. I feel like love is dying low-key. No, big like, fact. It's so scary. Because your soulmate, you're still going to have to tell your soulmate, like, I like flowers. Please bring me flowers. I do think that you have to be, there's a lot of, there's this whole concept, um, I think particularly in Christian circles, but I think in general, that in order to be in a relationship, you have to be whole, right? Mm -hmm. You have to be like, you know, just well, emotionally, financially, this, I personally don't subscribe to that. I don't think that you have to be whole in order to be in a relationship, but I do think you have to be well. And I think that there's a difference. I think that a part of being a pop-off queen or just being somebody who's completely irrational and hard to deal with or whatever is that you, like, you're not well within yourself. Like, you're not comfortable with who you are as a person. So I don't think you need to be whole, quote-unquote, in the sense of, like, every area of your life is together. Your finances are on point. Your friendships are on point. Your family is on point. Because that will never happen. happen. Mm -hmm. But I do think that you should be, like, it takes a level of emotional maturity to be, in a relationship with people. I agree. And I think that that is what we should be seeking to establish, especially if you're a single person seeking marriage. I think that like that searching um, yourself and working to build your emotional maturity, 100%. looking into yourself, mm-hmm. recognizing what are your triggers, what are your traumas, what are your boundaries, what are your mm-hmm. expectations. And be, those are being honest and open with yourself and the that, people who know you. Around. Like, ask those questions. You've been saying self-reflection is very, very key yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. Like, we've said it probably in every episode. <laughs> every episode. <laughs> we say it's self-awareness and yeah. self-reflection is so key. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, like, would you, if your soulmate found you today, whoever you think your soulmate would be, would they even want to be with you? Yeah, big facts. Like, honestly. Yeah, it takes a lot. Because the thing is, I think a lot of the times we are, we are under the false belief that we are just supposed to be walking one day and this amazing person that God destines for us is just going to fall in our laps (laughs) and then everything is wonderful and that is just completely false. I feel like, especially in a lot of young relationships right now, like a lot of people will, you know, tap out. (laughs) And when you ask somebody, oh, like, why'd you guys break up or whatever? Like, obviously, like, when you actually don't, like, work together, that's one thing. But, like, sometimes when you hear a reason that people broke up, you're like, are you serious? Yeah. They don't like challenges. Yeah, like, don't people don't think that, that it takes work yeah. to love. Because I think the the go-to, uh, like, 
I don't know if you've been watching, but I have definitely been watching Girlfriends because since it's been mm-hmm. on Netflix, I'm almost done. But which girlfriend do you think you are? I say none. <laughs> I, I don't want to be any of those. <laughs> but if I want to be somebody, I want to be Maya or <laughs> Tony. Tony. Tony's a vibe. I love Tony. Tony's a vibe, but the thing is. Tony can be low-key toxic, but I love Tony. Tony is, like, the whole essence of the show. But anyways, Joan is the biggest problem on that show. The biggest problem (laughs) is Joan. A huge issue. Anyways. (laughs) Um, So, Joan, like, if you, like, in a lot of her relationships, you can see where she's, like, like things will happen and she'll be like, oh my God, we're going to break up. Or like, she's always um, just really like, uh, what's it called? Like certain things will happen and she's always thinking, oh, this means that we can't be together. Oh, this means we have to break up. Yeah, there's oh, always a means- finality with any sort of mistake exactly. or lightest hint of conflict, I should say. Exactly. Like she's ready to run. Exactly. But the thing is, a lot of us are drone. Yeah, like it's like as much as nobody wants to be Joan. Yo, everybody has Joan tendencies. Oh my god, everybody has Joan tendencies because whether you are desperate like she is, whether you are running at the same, yo, she is the scariest in every way, shape, form, (laughs) and fashion. She is a problem. But the way, so the way how she operates in relationships, though, like I think that that is very representative of how a lot of people operate, and like how easily she's willing to cut a guy off. Yes, over like, and it's always her friends who are like, "Are you dumb? Yeah, like, are you okay?" It's everything. It's it. Uh, pro- it goes against what you actually want because like she she's the person who wanted to get married so the most, badly, the most, so badly, <laughs> and even when she found the one, quote unquote, her Bruh, soulmate. Yeah. She oh, doesn't want to have kids. Oh my god, he doesn't have the right money. He mm-hmm. doesn't have this. He doesn't have mm-hmm. you just problems on problems on problems. And it's like there are all her friends. I don't know if you've ever watched it. Sorry for spoiling it for you if you haven't. But they're all like, so basically you don't want a man because you yes. find a new way to run off a man every single day. That's well, what they tell it. A lot of it though is self-sabotage, right? Because there mm-hmm. are people who are so afraid of failure that they're looking for they're always looking for a problem because they don't want to face divorce in the future there was looking for i i think her problem was just she was just stubborn i think she was just she she loved herself more i think she once she learned to kind of you know simmer down and understand that you know you're not gonna have it exactly the way you you thought it was gonna be is when it came to her absolutely i think it it has a lot of that has to do with un like her problem is being seeped in unrealistic expectations Yeah. yeah and that's the problem with a lot of people. I agree. In general, I think that soulmates, in the sense of like finding your kindred spirit, finding people that you can connect with easily, I think that that's a thing. But I think that like, especially in a romantic sense, in the person that you're going to end up being with ultimately when you marry them or whatever, I think that that is something that you have to work at. I think that's something that you have it's to a job. build. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a job. And I think that, that we have to have realistic expectations of, of what it looks like to be in relationship with our soulmate. Like you said, it's work. Mm-hmm. It takes commitment. I take sacrifice. It's not going to be easy, you know, but um, it should be worthwhile. Mm-hmm. You know, it shouldn't be work in the sense that you feel that's the thing like it's like we're saying it's work. And the thing is, we haven't been in like, you know what I mean? We're not married. Yeah. So we we're just like 
this could be just theory. Ob- <laughs> yeah, it is, it is <laughs> but it's theory. honestly yeah. like our observations yeah. from like the healthy relationships we've witnessed in yeah. our lives, right? And I think sometimes because of the idea of soulmates, people feel like, oh, I lost the one that they miss. <sighs> like if they break up with the person or whatever, mm. they felt like it was the one. There's no more hope out there or whatever. That's wrong. Like it's it's completely incorrect. Like mm. I think that God is so kind, and and God is so uh, generous that I don't think that He would put only one person on earth that we would ever be able to get along with properly. I think that that there's always going to be people that we'd be able to connect with, that we can make it work with, that will um, allow us to experience growth and connection um, if we're willing to to put in that work. And if we're willing to welcome it in, in packages that we didn't expect. Exactly. Because I think that's a big thing, especially for people in our generation. It's like, who have a list of it's exactly what they need. Always mm-hmm. the this the height and this color and this this mm-hmm. and that that. Listen, and you're this. always gonna be five five. Stop. You're gonna be a size. <laughs> gonna be a size five. Children's. <laughs> Embrace it. Let it be. Let it, let be. it be. Anyways, um, this is a good talk for it for was. February. We're wishing you all love and happiness. And yes. Let us know. Do you have a soulmate? Have you found the one? What do you think of the concept of the one? Do you believe in the one? Um, What does the one mean to you? Let us know. Hit us up on our social media at the Black Print Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, please rate us and review us on (laughs) iTunes. And have a happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Bye.